Today we have Daria Lipatova and Alex Lazarenko from Offsetted. Offsetted is a startup working in the sustainability space uh, based in Hamburg, Germany, and they offer automated carbon accounting for organizations, and they also do ESG, which is environmental, social, and governance monitoring and reporting for financial intermediaries and institutions. So, and um, Daria is currently based in Singapore, and she has a background in business and international relations, while Alex is joining us from the Silicon Valley, all the way on the other side of the planet. And he has a background in software engineering. And welcome to the next space broadcast. Thank you, Roshana, for ha having us. It's really a pleasure to be here today. Wonderful. Um, thanks for taking the time. And yeah, let's let's probably dive right into the conversation. Um, so, of course, you are developing and providing these um, carbon accounting products for your customers. Of course, you are using satellite imagery is what I assume. So how, can you talk about how you guys use satellite imagery or any other satellite applications like GNSS or positioning services, for instance, in your emission models or in any other customer product offerings? So we've been looking quite heavily in the space of uh, how we could actually implement such kind of uh, data in our platform. And we really understand that uh, this is one of the strategic directions where we want to move forward. So since uh, currently we've started to enter the market with a slightly lightweight solution for small and medium-sized companies, uh, we can't really apply this data in that segment, but we are currently working on a new version of the product, which is uh, an orchestration software, which allows you to manage the whole process from measurement to reporting side, where we connect the ecosystem of different partners and software, hardware, and other third-party data providers. And satellite imagery is definitely a thing which we want to integrate in the future. But we can see that currently demand is on the side of uh, slightly larger companies who are having manufacturing facilities or who are in heavy industry. And especially relevant and interesting use cases in this case is detection of uh, leakage of methane or uh, huge leakage of CO2 emissions, which is uh, quite relevant in that space. Okay, that's, that's, uh, that's interesting. And uh, have you tried already to access these satellite imagery or let's say applications and have you encountered any barriers in accessing them? So we have tried several solutions and spoke with some partners on our side, both from research institutions and from uh, startups like ourselves. And uh, we all came up to the solution that currently the main barrier is the price and price tag of this data as well as their availability because for the majority of us, uh, the data resolution of three data sets is too low. And uh, to access high quality data in the majority of cases when we are speaking about the implementation of platforms for larger companies, it requires a lot of imagery. So it becomes quite pricey for a startup to implement such kind of data in the platform from scratch if they don't have any commercial projects ongoing with a dedicated budget for this activity. Okay, that's uh, interesting. So taking forward the pricing part, uh, what part of the budget, let's say for a typical project or customer solution that uses satellite imagery, um, is spent on acquiring the relevant satellite imagery? It's hard to say, to be honest, in this case, because uh, we haven't had any customers in this segment who would use this solution. So, I, But I think that... Uh, 
it is not going to be extremely high in comparison with uh, what exists around the market. But uh, as I have already told you, for our partners who have tried to implement such solutions, it was quite pricey. Unfortunately, I can't tell anything besides that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, price is uh, price for the kind of resolution, let's say spatial resolution you're looking for is seems to be prohibitively high from what you say. Um, that's that's very interesting. That's a good data point to have. Um, aside from the price, um, have you is there enough satellite coverage? For example, have you um, ever encountered that, hey, for this geographical area, there is no satellite coverage, even if I'm willing to spend. Have you encountered any geographical areas where even though you're willing to pay that money, there's not enough satellite coverage in the bands that you want, in the spatial resolution that you want or the spectral bands that you want? So since we are working with the customers who are located in the major centers of the world and uh, mostly the data is available. But I, I think that uh, some other companies in the space who are working with customers with a more distributed geographical position, the problem might, might, be, might be actually persistent with that. That's, that's, uh, that's very interesting. And uh, I don't know, have you guys ever thought about owning your own satellite constellation or your customers who are implementing, who are actively using or want to use satellite imagery? Do you think they ever considered owning their own satellite? Because in the long run, it could become more uh, inexpensive, cheaper, rather than buying this imagery at super crazy costs. Yeah, this is definitely a very good question. So I think that uh, some of the customers really might want to have their own satellite imagery, especially if they're in some kind of businesses where they need to have this data updated very, very frequently. And it will be really dependent on the type of business of which we're speaking about. But uh, as I can see, what I can see from scientific research and from the market reaction, this is definitely an area where companies are very interested in because besides carbon emission monitoring or methane leakage, you can find out a lot of different applications of this uh, satellite imagery, especially in agriculture sector or any other sector. So for example, if you monitor the quality of trees or you monitor different the quality of carbon offsets or basically there is value definitely in this data and you can get some extra value if you apply it for other use cases of the business. So the add-on of that data might be beneficial for lots of companies when this will become more accessible on the market. Great, that's, uh, that's very interesting. Um, so we just talked about the satellite imagery part of building your products, but how do you, can, can you probably walk me through how you build your products or any other product offerings, uh, just to have an understanding of potentially other areas where satellite applications could be useful for you? So in this case, <clears throat> and so for our, for our case, the satellite imagery is going to be uh, way another data source for our platform because typically we integrate with different software which is uh, installed inside the company like crm systems crp systems energy tracking systems logistics systems and the other type of software which tracks core activities of the business and uh, basically we're aggregating this data and getting the carbon monitor carbon emission monitoring on top of the data which we get from those platforms and uh, definitely satellite imagery will be a data provider for ourselves 
and as soon as we have uh, as soon as we acquire customers who are willing to take this approach we're more than happy to integrate it into our platform because uh, it's just very exciting to use on our side because it allows to generate interesting insights and uh, provide very nice uh, and uh, and the informative uh, visuals in the platform itself so i think that this data will be a good uh, value add-on on our platform Alex, maybe we could also populate a little bit more on the product itself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Please go ahead. Yes. Yeah. So the product itself is a platform which helps you to measure and monitor your carbon emissions. So what we're currently building is that uh, the platform which connects to different data sources, aggregates it and provides you with measurement and monitoring of this data. And now we are moving forward towards the designing of uh, carbon reduction plants, which would be there automatically. So to uh, to go into automated carbon reduction plants, we implement process mining technology. So by using data from software systems, we're allowed to create some kind of uh, digital twin of a business process, which is then enriched with environmental data. And uh, when we have this model, it could be optimized by itself in order to be less emitive in terms of carbon reduction, or it could be connected to ecosystem mm -hmm. partners in software or hardware who help to optimize certain aspects of the business in order to reduce carbon emissions. And uh, for us to understand how to better assess them, we really need these data sources and uh, satellite imagery will help us to understand carbon footprint better of uh, larger customers with uh, huge production lines, for example. Great, that's, that's very interesting. Um, Daria, I wanted to ask you about, now that you're based in Singapore and trying to build, you know, your, uh, build a customer base or trying to expand into that market, how do you see the differences in, uh, are there any cultural differences or geographical differences in how customers, um, you know, come to you with the kind of products they want? Uh, how is it different from the US or from Europe? How is it different in, around, in and around Singapore? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that's a really great question because we're currently entering uh, Singapore uh, as a part of the German Accelerator uh, Asian Market Access Program and we are a proud participant of uh, this program here. Um, but we started our journey uh, towards Singapore about six months ago when we first learned about the great national initiative called Singapore Green Tech Plan 2030. And um, definitely mm -hmm. you could um, read a little bit more on that on the internet, but the major goals of this Green Tech Plan is to actually uh, Put Singapore on the uh, in the avant-garde uh, of the uh, uh, of the uh, development of uh, uh, clean tech in the world, and I see currently how quickly Singapore is moving towards implementing various types of uh, 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 clean technologies, uh, and um, currently we are preparing uh, to launch our uh, new product that is basically focused. Uh, on working with uh, financial institutions as well as uh, Singapore exchange listed companies uh, that would allow them to better understand uh, ESG related monitoring, benchmarking, as well as provide them with uh, easier reporting opportunities. And this is only possible because uh, the uh, local 
uh, government and the uh, monetary authority of Singapore in line with Singaporean exchange are implementing global frameworks for uh, ESG monitoring and reporting, such as TCFD. And uh, we believe that next week we will hear uh, a, a little bit more on this uh, on these developments here in the region. So with our product of Seted Finance that we are launching at the Singapore FinTech Festival, um, we actually are dealing uh, with the three scopes of emissions of, of our customers according to the greenhouse gas protocol. And you might believe that uh, the scope three is traditionally is the, the hardest to define and calculate. And that's why we believe that through space imagery, we could get more precise data for our calculations for our customers coming from various sectors and also uh, working with their portfolio. On a broader level, um, well, preparing to our session today, I also uh, read a couple of uh, articles and researches, and I also see that there is indeed a pressing need in such a technology. And for example, um, there is a, a great initiative called uh, Spatial Finance Initiative coming from the UK uh, that brings together research capabilities in space, data science and financial services. And um, uh, this initiative also focuses on integration of uh, geospatial data, including the data that comes from MESA, remote sensing, payment systems and others with financial theories that allows to develop applications related to climate risk, ESG transparency and verification. And we also are uh, including these trends in our product roadmap. And uh, uh, as we go, we see that we'll be uh, using it more and more. Great, that's uh, so very interesting, right? Like a culmination of different uh, areas, different perspectives and solving the whole the, I don't know, I wouldn't say solving the climate change problem, that, that's too big of a problem to solve, but looking at it from the perspective of sustainability, that's, uh, that's very interesting. And um, you, you also mentioned about uh, mostly it's your customers um, that use satellite imagery over the products that you provide. Um, do they also use, or do you think they would also benefit from having satellite connectivity? Let's say, um, you know, real-time broadband kind of speeds of satellite connectivity. Uh, do you think having this in the product offering or the customer being able to implement these on top of the products that you offer, uh, how do you think this would make a larger impact? Or, or do you think satellite positioning is not really necessary? Uh, I'm sorry, satellite uh, connectivity is not really necessary so let me take this question. So I, I would say that uh, for our space, where we actually act, uh, this type of connectivity maybe isn't isn't really necessary. But there is another another area where this connectivity is going to be necessary, and I'm speaking about climate risks. So we just uh, I've just been in, on an event in German accelerator here in the Silicon Valley where we had a panel, and one gentleman was a representative for of uh, CVC of one of the largest German insurance companies, and uh, he was speaking about the issue related to climate risks modeling. What is going to actually happen with uh, some kind of manufacturing facility or any other thing due to climate risks, hurricanes or earthquakes or whatsoever? And uh, in this climate risks model, building just a climate risk model is a very big, very big 
challenge nowadays. So because you have to take into account so many different data inputs, as well as economical consequences of shutting down a particular manufacturing facility or any other thing. And here, actually, the speed of uh, getting the data and frequency of updates might be crucial for some components. Because uh, as we all know, when we calculate in risks, either in cybersecurity or credit risks or in any other area, sometimes real-time data really matters. And uh, getting something in the minute before might take you an advantage, which could lead in an hour or two hours, which you will have to react on a certain event. And this is definitely an interesting point. Mm -hmm. It is yet to be explored, but I'm quite sure that uh, satellite imagery and uh, different connectivity between it is going to allow to build the better risk scoring models and make it quicker. Okay, that's that's, that's great to know. Um, can, can we maybe talk about what kind of customers usually you have for your products, uh, be it the ESG or the carbon accounting uh, products? Maybe Daria, I guess that's probably your forte. Yeah, and I just wanted to uh, add to, to the previous question that um, as we see that there are more and more solutions uh, that are being introduced to the market almost every day, uh, coming from various regions and tackling various industries, we see that the most competition comes from the speed and the quality of calculation as well as the customer service. So I believe that Mm -hmm. Our approach towards working with uh, technology providers, including uh, satellite imagery, uh, would allow us to win the race in terms of the speed of our calculations, as well as currently most of them are performed in a retrospective manner. And as soon as we have those integrations that Alice mentioned, we'll be able to speed up the process as well as increase the efficiency uh, and, the, uh, uh, and make our calculations more precise. And in terms of the customers, uh, we're currently focusing uh, on our two major products. The first one is Offsetted Carbon, which is your classical carbon accounting platform that performs calculations through the three scopes of emissions according to the greenhouse gas protocol. And uh, we have been piloting uh, this platform this summer with various customers uh, coming from, uh, for example, international and international trade uh, and manufacturing industries, as well as currently performing it for a customer in agriculture. And with uh, Upsetted Finance, we have been already testing it with a venture capital firm that is Singapore-based and has uh, about 50 mil USD under management and 35 portfolio companies across the globe, but majorly focused on Southeast Asia. And um, uh, the first result shows that our approach towards automated carbon accounting it really saves time and effort of the companies uh, uh, that want to have their uh, calculations in place, um, as well as integration of a layer of ESG reporting allows them to further uh, introduce uh, our recommendations to actually enhance and improve their score. And this not only uh, allows them to respond to uh, the pressure that comes from the regulations, but also create a long-term um, uh, opportunities for business growth, as well as uh, an investment, increase the investment and attractiveness of their companies. Okay, that's, uh, that's very interesting. And that makes for a very interesting um, um, demand for real-time satellite imagery and 
perhaps also uh, satellite connectivity. You know, I mean, coming from a very satellite manufacturer perspective, uh, I, I see a lot of demand. Uh, even though Alex said it's not really of paramount importance to have satellite connectivity, I kind of envisage that. Um, and, I, and I hope it would really Yeah, actually, uh, um, sorry to interrupt you, you but uh, while mm -hmm. I was uh, listening to Darius' re response to your question, one idea came to my mind. So here in States, we are checking the real estate vertical. And uh, if we're speaking about this residential complexes, sometimes maybe it's going to be beneficial to have this data in real time. But when we're speaking about the real-time collaboration between users and uh, if we can find the application where you can get the instant feedback that uh, some change in behavior changes actually your carbon footprint or any other thing which we're trying to optimize so this might be of interest to get this data in real time so we, we really have to search for the applications where there is going to be a value to get this data instantly and for this we will definitely need to have connected to satellites which will be providing real-time data okay yay spot on so <laughs> good uh, good to know there's uh, uh good to know your perspective as well so let's say maybe we can think of um i don't know like a thought experiment let's say tomorrow um high resolution satellite imagery real-time satellite imagery is almost free or extremely affordable and satellite connectivity also becomes very, very affordable. How would that change your, uh, your either your automated carbon accounting, this whole, you know, the, the, uh, the platform or the generation engine or your other product offerings? So it's a good question. If we have uh, this data almost free, we're definitely going to integrate it and uh, think about applications of what we can do with this data besides carbon accounting and carbon footprint calculation and uh, these traditional applications which we already have on the market. So we'll definitely try to find some new ways of how we can use this data to provide some additional layers of analytics based on that and uh, provide different insights in real time. But I think from my perspective, what I will be looking for, I will be looking for ways of for bringing additional value on top of our existing products based on the data which we receive from satellites. Hmm. That's that's uh, that's interesting. Could, can, could you perhaps think of any examples on what kind of additional value? For, for example, let's say if we're speaking about some platforms which provide the functionality of uh, calculation of carbon footprint for individuals, well, let's say the, the, the idea which came to my mind. So, for example, if you have a house where you have a chimney and you want to know carbon footprint of a chimney, you can measure that with a satellite if you, if you have enough precision, of course, and if it's technically possible to detect it, but uh, something like that. That would be fantastic. I mean, I would ha be happy to subscribe to something like that because just yesterday we were having a co conversation in my office uh, because some of us bike to work and some of us use a car. So we were kind of gloating over the ones who use a car that our carbon footprint is low. So, you know, it would give us some good statistics to kind of compare and compete, I guess. <laughs> yeah, in case if we it's, have such uh, high precision that we can detect it on a car level or on a chimney level, it's going to be extremely interesting to find the ways and brainstorm on different ideas of how this product could be brought into life. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, from my side, I could add something that con uh, is uh, connected with uh, the reporting part of things that is currently coming from the regulator pressure. Um, as we know, uh, most of the companies are trying to be as transparent as possible uh, with publishing uh, their ESG reports. And uh, uh, it is also uh, important because uh, you want to, uh, by any means, avoid any type of greenwashing. And of course, uh, accessible and cheap and uh, uh, automated access to space imagery, in my opinion, would be uh, would be leading to uh, avoidance of any possibility of uh, 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 misusing of uh, misuse of information mm -hmm. uh, in terms of uh, the company's sustainability approaches uh, and also empower them to become more transparent and uh, also uh, we believe that we might see more beautiful uh, photos uh, that would be uh, published in in these uh, reports and then you could compare their uh, beautiful goals uh, that, that they say uh, set based on uh, science scientific based goals um, uh, and uh, compare the year to year uh, performance of these companies on their way to actually achieving their net zero pledges that's Absolutely. Transparency is um, yeah paramount. I absolutely agree. Um, Daria, I have another question for you. So what kind of customers do you um, are the most interested in your products? Is it uh, the industry uh, or is it public institutions or financial entities or which which of these? Yeah. And uh, answering your question, we really need to segment the market. Uh, First of all, in terms of uh, geography, for example, as we have started to um, narrow down uh, our discussion towards uh, uh, industry cases, industry specific cases and uh, geographically specific cases, I could um, say that here in Singapore, for example, the major demand comes from the companies that are first and foremost hit by the regulations. Uh, for example, if we are speaking about the listed companies uh, here in Singapore, uh, listed on the Singaporean exchange. Starting uh, the next financial year, the most emitting industries such as energy, uh, food and agriculture, um, as well as uh, financial institutions uh, will be obliged to monitor and report on their ESG performance. And uh, uh, only uh, starting the next years, other industries will join these requirements. So uh, we believe that still the regulations um, are one of the most um, uh, pressing drivers for the companies to uh, look deeper and look more precisely um, on their ESG performance. Uh, while we also consider that uh, working with financial institutions is is very important for us as, as a company uh, because um, we are also able to provide the transparency of their scope three where their emissions uh, finance emissions as we call them or their portfolio comes from uh, so in this in this terms we are working with venture capital firms and private equity firms that are willing to um, uh, to understand their financed emissions and understand how their portfolio uh, performs in terms of uh, uh, carbon emissions, as well as uh, uh, broader speaking of uh, ESG. 
Okay, that's uh, that's great to know that all kinds of uh, um, customers from different, from diverse verticals are all seemingly equally interested in uh, in, your, in your products. That's great. So that makes a great um, uh, use case also for uh, uh, satellite applications to be targeted at these customers. Um, so that's that's very interesting. Um, I, I think I have a lot of information from the satellite perspective from you guys, but we haven't talked about green financing yet. Do you want to talk about that as well, or have we? Do you want to explicitly mention green financing, Daria, or is it okay? Yeah, Roshan, I think I I covered it in in one of my uh, in one of my first answers. Yeah, uh, when I was uh, mostly yep, yep. presenting green finance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we could we could uh, stay with with that one from my end, and uh, yeah, Alex, if you want to populate anything, uh, please feel free to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So from green finance perspective, I think that the most interesting application and uh, the first customers who are going to use this and who are already using satellite imagery are those companies who are in carbon trading space. So and we're speaking about the validation of carbon offsets, tracking of progress of those projects they typically use satellite data already and since uh, the market is growing quite rapidly in this space the more and more applications will be used for that and if we're speaking about other companies who could be green banks for example who finance different projects and uh, if they want to and they not if but they really want to track the progress and they want to understand what is going on with emissions and uh, if those projects could be trackable by using their satellite imagery they would be definitely interested in those applications because this is going to be quite a straightforward way for them to monitor the progress and to see if uh, the projects they invested in are meeting the requirements which were set that's that's great that's a very that's a very useful insight so thanks for that and uh, yeah, I think I have a very good perspective now on how the whole uh, carbon accounting kind of space uses satellite applications, be it in the form of imagery or satellite connectivity. And that was a very insightful discussion. And you guys have given a lot of details and a lot to think about from the perspective of a satellite manufacturer, you know, someone on the other end of the value chain, um, how we can better architect our platforms so it would help the end user because ultimately the users of satellites are on the ground so and this is our effort to kind of understand what the end use of uh, the, the big giant the fancy satellites we're building is uh, so thank you for all these insights and it was a very interesting very fun discussion as someone who's passionately personally interested in sustainability like all of us should <laughs> Um, this was this was very good, um, and you guys are doing absolutely wonderful work. I hope to we hope to engage much more with you guys in the future, and I also personally hope to be connected with you guys. And I'm going to follow Offset it. Uh, your journey looks very exciting, and I wish you all the best for everything. And thank you for your time today. Yeah, thanks. It was our pleasure to participate. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure and we hope to really to stay in touch and to be working together more and more as we'll develop our our platforms. Absolutely. Absolutely.